Hey guys, welcome to the Luis Delgado Show. Today we have Brian Lackey back on the show. We have him back on the show. We had he had him. He was on the show back in March, but we have him back today because in the past three to four months, he's built an ad agency and is making more money now than was at his previous role. Um, so take us back to Brazil when you contract the coronavirus. Talk a little bit about that. Um, what happened, and then what you did after that. Yeah, so I'll just hit it from the top. So I was working remotely in Brazil with my previous company. I ended up contracting COVID and I had it pretty bad. So I ended up having to go to the hospital when I, I couldn't breathe and I was really sick for like a week. I had a really hard time like doing anything. My whole body hurt. I could like barely get out of bed. And so I spent two to three weeks in isolation, you know, quarantining and recovering. When that was done, I got on a plane back to the U.S. and I went back to my parents' house in Alabama and I kept working remotely from there, but I ended up leaving my role at my last job. And upon leaving, I was applying to jobs and I was finding it more difficult to get work than I was expecting. So I started freelancing to, to beef up my portfolio, you know, and in terms of the work that I've done and the experience that I have. And I just ended up like loving the experience and it ended up being very lucrative over time because I was able to expand my skill set and start really like adding value to myself, which allowed me to add value to companies, you know, and that's really what it's all about. So since then, I've been freelancing with a lot of different clients and a lot of different verticals, you know, Facebook ads, Google ads, I'm starting to do TikTok ads. And so I was living at my parents' house doing that for a while. And then I ended up moving out here to Puerto Escondido like a month and a half ago. And that's kind of where I'm at. So basically, you just went straight into freelancing and building this business. Um, how come you didn't like you know, what, at what point did you decide, you know, I'm not going to go for the job. I'm just going to continue doing this. Um, and can you talk a little bit more about like the specific ads and how, like, where do you find work? You know, people that are listening here, like, you know, wondering, like, hey, how can I do the same, uh, make some money during this time when there's a lot of people that, you know, become unemployed or having trouble finding work? You know, how have you managed to find a lot of work and continuing to, continuing to find work just through freelancing? Yeah, so initially there were some really good job offers when I was looking at jobs and I got pretty far along in the hiring process with a few jobs and I didn't end up getting them and I was just totally crushed. But I kept, you know, freelancing on different projects, mostly on Upwork uh, initially. And as time went on, the I was like initially I was like very excited about the jobs and like not getting very good jobs on Upwork. And as time went on, there was kind of like an inflection point where like I was applying to jobs, but I, I didn't really care because the projects I was getting on Upwork, I was way more interested in. And like, I mean, initially it was a lot of work. You know, I was working like 12 hour days for like, you know, minimum wage, less than minimum wage. But as time goes on, you know, you can start justifying yeah, like the value you're putting out, like once you learn enough to put out a lot of value, you start getting compensated accordingly. So that's kind of part of the, the grind is that you have to start out, you know, doing that kind of thing. So I'm kind of rambling and I don't know if I answered the question. <laughs> no, you answered the question. You know, what I want to ask is um, there's a lot of people that go on to up, up work and they just find it difficult to find work or they say that it doesn't work, you know, but it sounds to me that it's, it's worked for you really well, um, you know, and why why do you think that is like what's what's the difference between you know i would say most people that you know kind of like mediocre on up work you know have trouble finding work whereas you just kind of came in and just started crushing it uh, finding clients and continuing to find more work 
Yeah, so I have a system that I use on Upwork, and I, I guess Let's I'll talk about the system, man. Uh, it's, it's 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 a crazy system. I should be like selling this for like twenty dollars, like every for every person that's watching this. But basically, on Upwork, it shows your stats, and so it shows you know how often you reviewed, how often you were interviewed, and how often you were hired. So for my profile at this point, like how often I, I was viewed, I'm like exactly average, and then how long like or how much I was uh, interviewed versus other people, you know, who apply to jobs, I'm in like the top like twenty five percent. And then for the amount of people who actually, you know, get get hired, I'm in like the top like five, three, five percent, something like that. And it's because I put a lot of time and effort into having like a, a really good process and a really good client experience when I'm interviewing people, you know, and I'm kind of like bringing them through the like the sales process. And I guess that it kind of goes into the onboarding process a little bit at that point. So I did some things like. I have a, a list of questions that I just go through. It's like very thorough when I'm asking people about their business and you know their business objectives on on the sales call. You know when we're getting to know each other. I also place a huge emphasis on transparency. I mean, I tell people you know if the if it, we get to the point where this is just simply you know not a good not good for your business, then I'm just going to go ahead and fire myself because <laughs> if I'm not providing that value to you, you know, and then we're having to like argue about like, why am I, you know, why are you working on this? Like, I'm not seeing any results, whatever. I don't want to deal with that. I, like, like, I just want to like provide as much value as possible to people who, you know, whose businesses can actually use it. Not every business can be run profitably on these platforms. So uh, that's a good reinsurance that people have. And I have fired myself before, I'll be honest, when I took on a client where it just didn't make sense, but I took them on anyway. Initially, I was I was kind of more desperate, so I took on clients I shouldn't have. Now I'm, I'm a lot more picky. So that, that's part of it. Another part of it, too, is that I have very clean documents that I send people in terms of when we start talking. A lot of people on Upwork are like, okay, 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 like hire me, like let's start working. And I take a lot slower. I'm like, you know, I want to I want to get view access on your accounts and see if I can actually help you before we get started. So people appreciate that too. And also when I send over those documents, they are, you know, clean, branded, also have like videos, like video tutorials that really show people, you know, how to do things. It's a very clean, branded experience. It's very, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I think it's a lot better than what people on a lot of freelancers and Upwork are, are putting out there. So, it, is it, so is it like a basically why you're being, you're finding success because of the processes that you have in place? Um, where did you get that process? Where did you get that from? You know, like, how did you come up with the process? Did you learn it at your previous company? Because there's a lot of, like, if you're starting out, like, you know, what's, like, the practical advice? Like, where would you, what would you tell people that are starting up on Upwork exactly? Like, kind of like a hold their hand, like, you know, A, B, C kind of um, situation plan. What does that look like? So, I mean, in terms of the process, I, I learned a lot of that in my old company. I don't want to talk too much about my old company because I, I signed a, a fairly restrictive document on what I can and can't talk about upon leaving, but I will say that a very positive thing that I learned there was that there was a, a big emphasis on, on the client experience, and so that's something that I kind of take into what I do too, because I think a lot of people who do you know, paid advertising, it's all about the results, obviously, but a lot of people just completely neglect the client experience, and it's just horrible, it's shitty, uh, they have like shitty documents, everything is like disorganized, it's it's really bad. I've seen what other people do and it's, um, it's not good. So it's really easy to just do like spend some time, maybe even spend some money, uh, as I have to get nice assets and it really like when you have a really nice client experience and everyone in the industry, not everyone, but like a lot of people have shit client experiences. You really stand out because of that. 
So, so there's that. And in terms of people starting on Upwork, I would just say, you know, make it all about the, the client as much as possible. Do the best job you possibly can. And initially, take jobs that are very low um, deal amounts. Bid less than even people are asking. If it's hourly, bid less than that. Because you have to get some earnings on there before people are going to trust you with big projects. Um, you know, honestly, like if you're brand new and someone hires you on a big project, that's, I don't know, that's kind of a red flag to me. Uh, like yeah. I want to be, I want to work with people who are like responsible and make good business decisions. So I would just say start low, you know, whatever they're bidding, whatever they're, you know, they're, they're looking for, bid even lower. Just start at the very bottom and then just kill yourself to make the experience as good as possible. Like my first few projects were like $20, $50, and I was just breaking my back to like give these people a good experience to get good ratings, you know, and then get references from them. And like some of them ended up ascending into, you know, like like X amount, like three, $500, whatever, you know, monthly recurring deals from what was initially like a $20, like total job upfront when I was starting. Mm. What kind of opportunities are you talking about on Upwork then? Like for people that are starting out or trying to figure out what to do, with, you know, what they can do on the side, you know, like you talk about marketing, but what kind of like marketing would you say to like go into and what's the opportunity looking like right now um, among, you know, even though like we're in a pandemic, you know, have you been seeing more work, less work? Talk about that a little bit. So there's definitely a lot more things going on that are digital now because of the pandemic. I mean, what I do is paid advertising. So, you know, like Facebook, Google, mostly like e-com, like lead gen, like B2B SaaS stuff, um, like a basically like that. But like, I don't like imposing like my way of doing things on other people and saying like, you know, this is the way that you have to do it just because that's my experience. So there's a lot of viable things people can do to freelance on the internet, not just on Upwork or like Fiverr or like that cryptocurrency freelancing website that we yeah. were looking at. There's a lot of options. So like if you want to do like graphic design, if you want to do um, email marketing, if you want to like do web design, web development, or even like coding, whatever, now is the point in history where it has like never made more sense to to freelance and you know get compensated pretty fast from freelancing and there's so much free information on the internet literally anyone can learn whatever they find interesting on the internet and then end up you know getting compensated pretty quickly for that all on the internet you can do it all on the internet everything i learned I don't want to say everything, but almost everything I learned that I'm doing now professionally, I did not learn in school. I studied geography. I don't do anything with geography right now. It's, I learned it all online, and anyone else can too. Right, right. I studied sociology. <laughs> so nothing to do with uh, private equity, podcasting, marketing, no sales, etc. Um, so yeah, there's definitely, like Brian said, it's like the perfect time to come in and um, start freelancing, start just doing all kinds of things online. Um, you know, where do you think this is headed, you know, in the next, within like this, like Christmas coming up, you know, where do you think people are going to be not wanting to spend on, you know, for buying things online or are they just going to be, you know, what's, what's the ad industry looking like? Do you think paid advertisement looking like? I mean, it's hard because way more people are online now than more than now more than ever. And if you think about, you know, like Black Friday, like stuff like that, like that will like physically not be allowed to happen. So all of that demand is going to be online. And so it's going to be extremely competitive. But I mean, that's good because there's going to be a lot of business going on. There's going to be a lot of opportunities for work. Um, but I mean, on the other side of the coin, we, you know, it's, it's hard to it's hard to see it and like feel it. But there is you know, potentially like a very large like looming crisis with, you know, so many people that are unemployed 
you, you know, who can't pay their rent. And so there's, there's that factor as well. So I think there's a lot of uncertainty right now. I mean, in, in terms of like the economy, but in, at least in terms of like this Christmas season, if you're advertising, you're probably going to make a lot of money just because there's a lot of demand there. Isn't it crazy how like, it seems like when things are going like South, like there's still so much opportunity um, and, and money to be made. And even though it seems like, I mean, there are a lot of people losing their jobs. There are a lot of people in like really really bad situations but i think you know if it's about like knowing what's out there like listening to podcasts like this like knowing about like yeah you can go upward and, and start you know getting projects that are 20 40 bucks a piece and then eventually start making 100 200 1000 dollars just through learning marketing and skill set like that or website design um <laughs> I mean like it, it all comes back to learning like it's it's all about learning every yeah. day no matter what i have like a list of things to do. I have a list of daily things to do. In that list, it, the most important one, no matter what my workload is, that's a lie. Sometimes when I work like 12 hours a day, I skip it, but like almost every day I have to do, learn for 30 minutes, something directly related to what I do. And when you do that, it accumulates a lot, like accumulates like way faster than you think. So like me now compared to six months ago is pretty much unrecognizable. I mean, even compared to three months ago, like the amount of things that I know from, you know, from making an effort to just get out there and, and learn things. And by the way, that's in addition to just getting ex experience from doing things. I think that learning things is the best way to increase your value. And, you know, a lot of people think about money. Money is just Let's like talk about money. Money. Money is just the exchange for value. That's all it is. So like the more value that you are able to add to yourself and to you know, put out there, you know, by virtue of just like knowing things from learning and getting experience, you will get compensated for that. So if like people that are chasing money who are not trying to add as much value as possible, that's the wrong way of going about it. This is something that we talked about uh, like a couple of days ago where I gave this like analogy, which is it's like when like dudes start trying to, you know, like like go for girls or whatever, like in high school. And when their sole objective is to get the girl, it's like the same thing as people who are just chasing money. So like you learn like little tricks and gimmicks, like oh, you gotta say this line and you have to wait like, like 22 uh, minutes between like text messages, yeah, like, that, that's how you'll get the girl. But all that shit and like, you know, the same like gimmicks people try to do to, to like make money, that shit at the end of the day, like you probably won't get the girl, you probably won't, won't get money. What you have to do is create value and those things, those things are attracted to value. So in the case of making money, like I said, you know, learn a lot of things, get experience, put things out there in terms of, you know, dating or like trying to go on dates with girls or whatever. If you add value to yourself, so if you learn things, if you, you know, work out, try to be attractive, interesting, pursue interesting hobbies, do shit that you like to do, then they will come. <laughs> then, then, then they'll come and you'll get all of, all of that shit as well. So I think that a lot of things in the world work like that. So to a person that's like going through a difficult situation, would you just, would, would you be like the first thing you suggest them to do? Is it like a shift, to shift their mindset to just start, like what is it like that you would tell them? Like this, start creating, finding ways to create value? Yeah, I mean, look, it's hard. If someone's going through a difficult situation, um, it's hard. And it's, it's hard to, to also like shift the way that you think about things in terms of, it, it's kind of like a, like a train, you know, like if, like objects or like like Newton's what is it the second law like I'm I'm probably wrong like <laughs> objects at motion tend to stay in motion, objects at rest tend to stay at rest. So for someone who, you know, looks at someone who's like a bullet train because they're just like doing all this shit, you know, uh, nonstop, just like going crazy, 
it's kind of disheartening sometimes if you're, you know, you haven't really started yet. But so it's important to know that you have to start gradually and then you pick up speed, you know, with time. So can you talk about why why you decided to come to Puerto Escondido and work from here? You know, <laughs> and, and yeah, just talk a little bit about that and what that's been like working as well, you know, freelancing, working online. Yeah, so, I mean, I came here because I want to wear, like, unbuttoned shirts and people, and so people don't think it's weird. Um, no, but, like, sorry about that. So we're recording on my laptop, and a, apparently I was out of storage. Um, was very confused as to why, but I had, like, like a hundred gigabytes of games I've never even played so <laughs> we just deleted all those so now I, I think we're good I think we could probably record for like a year straight or something yeah so we're talking about um why Puerto Escondido and why you decided to come here and work uh remotely from from this city yeah so basically I had been living just in my parents house since um since I left you know my job in my last company and I was freelancing this whole time and I was just I mean, everyone feels like this. I was just losing, like, my sense of time, and it was just, like, you know, the days blend into weeks, blend into months, and it's just the same thing, and I feel like I'm just wasting away. You know, I'm sure it's a very, um, I feel like a lot of people probably feel like that. And so, um, you know, I looked at Where's Open, uh, and I saw that Mexico was open, and so, you know, obviously there will be people that is, that say, you know, why are you traveling, you know, even though I am low risk, even though I have already contracted the virus, and that's not 100% guarantee you won't get it again, but let's say I'm in a very safe demographic of people to, to travel, and I know that a lot of people here are struggling because of the lack of tourism, so I made the decision to come here, so that was my decision, and so I've been here for about a month and a half. And honestly, it's been pretty good. I actually find it easier to socially distance here than where I was before because the slower population, anytime I go out, I'm pretty much just, you know, going to the beach and, and surfing. And so it's been a pretty good, it's been a pretty good trip so far. I'm really enjoying my time here. Has this been uh, better for working, freelancing, business, et cetera, than before when you were up in, in the parents' basement? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, where we are right now, we're in uh, what's called the penthouse. And so, I mean, it's just uh, this apartment that I have here. I think that the prices are probably better because there's so few tourists here. And so the fact that, you know, like I have this whole place that's pretty nice and clean and easy to work in, although the Wi-Fi goes down from time to time, I find it easier to focus. So I feel like that I'm, I'm getting more and higher quality work done here. For sure. It definitely, you know, and then also I just want to add on to that, you know, um, being here, working here, like having someone, you know, like Brian here, we work, you know, like side by side here and we call it the hustle house. Um, <laughs> definitely getting a lot more done. I feel more motivated, um, you know, every day, you know, every now and then I'll try to surf. Not necessarily my sport, but uh, I am actually like watching the sunsets a lot more. It's actually a thing out here. Um, so, you know, if, if you if you are working remotely and, you know, you aren't really feeling the place where you're at, you know, you know, this is a place I'd recommend to come out to 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 socially distance and just like kind of like work on yourself. You know, there's people that just meditate on the beach when sunset, you know, comes along. Um, I think it's a really good environment to be in. Um, just focus and, you know, it can also save a lot of money as well in the, in, in the process. Um, so, so Brian, so where's next, you know, what's the next move after this? Are you staying, thinking about staying here or going somewhere else? Or are you thinking about just like going somewhere else and just like focusing on just Build, continuing to build the business, you know, do you feel like you just need to be secluded from everyone to make it grow, or, or what is that? What is that looking like? So those are some those are some big questions in terms of like where I'm going physically. 
my cousin's getting married in like two weeks so i'm going back to my parents house spend a week you know quarantining there then then take a test just to be sure that i'm all good before going to the wedding and then after that honestly i'm not sure i kind of want to go to maryland hang out with my grandma um i might go visit a friend in colorado go snowboarding so for the end of the like for the rest of the year i'm really not sure um where i'm going to be like physically you know some people are talking about going to medellin uh some people want to go to puerto rico like i have another friend who's going to brazil he really wants me <laughs> to come so i don't know physically that one's up in the air um in terms of like what i'm planning on doing as far as like working my company so far it's just me doing everything and so there are some different ways to go about things moving forward um as of right now i'm i'm starting to kind of like i wouldn't say like actively drop some of the smaller clients that I'm working with, but I'm starting to like, you know, kind of like phase out their campaigns, make sure they're like set up for success, you know, without me and I'm moving towards larger projects. I like larger projects a lot more. I mean, this is something else I was talking about today, actually, when we were eating lunch was that to take someone who has never run ads before and maybe they're doing like e-commerce for, for whatever, you know, and they have a small budget, it takes more effort to like sell like 10 pairs of shoes in a month on Facebook <laughs> than it does to make like a uh, like a five six figure impact for like a large company that's already you know running running a lot of ads and there's you know a lot more things that you can do mm -hmm. so I'm kind of gravitating towards that I like to make a bigger impact on um, you know like like larger projects like more I like solving problems some more complex problems and so the, that's the direction that I'm moving in as far as you know am I going to like build out a team and bring other people on maybe I, but like the first step is doing larger projects you know so it's like uh i mean it's all positives because it's, it's a better learning experience less stuff to keep track of able to do a better job and focus in and make a bigger impact you know on with, with the smaller amount of people so that's the direction i'm moving in i think that also you know in terms of scalability that is also where i have to go to be able to start scaling so i mean that works as well too but in terms of and this this is something where like just stop me if I start rambling. But this is something that I feel that I am not trying to make as much money as humanly possible. You know, I if I was, I wouldn't be here. I would just stay in my parents' basement <laughs> and just work twelve hours a day. You know, and just be miserable. Um, that's not a way to live. I think that like to me, like the, the two biggest mindset shifts that I had was was one going from what's called a fixed mindset to a growth mindset, which is where you know, if you can't do something, a lot of people just assume like, oh, I can't do that, you know, but, but the way to think about it is that I can do that and I just need to learn how to do that. And you, anyone can basically do anything. That's the first one. Second one is the, um, what's it called? The abundance mindset, right, yeah. which we were talking about, which is, is basically, you know, not working from a place of fear or like a, like a feeling of lacking, which is what I used to do where like I would work a lot, you know, because what was motivating me was the fear that if I don't do this, then I won't have money or maybe people won't think uh, I'm doing shit or, you know, I won't like what I'm doing, mm -hmm. whatever. Now my motivation is just all positive. It's like I work because I like it and I thoroughly enjoy all the work that I've been doing so far. Not a hundred percent. I don't think that's possible, but like, <laughs> but like almost all of it, like way more than anything I've done before. So it's all about, you know, being driven by positive forces and also just not like scrounging for like every penny you can, you can possibly get. It's not about that, you know? Um, so 
I'm just motivated by positive things. You know, I'm working. I'm, sometimes I work a lot. Sometimes I work too much. You know, sometimes I, I, I still do 10, 11 hour days from time to time. I mean, you've seen that. Yeah. But it's not all the time like it was before. And, you know, I'm not at all motivated by like fear or like pressure or anything negative. It's all positive And like, I'm really enjoying everything. When did you make that switch? Um, you know, because I, th- yeah, I definitely do agree with the abundance mindset when you start working from that point and like from that perspective that you just start attracting more work, more, you know, quality people into your life. Um, so when, when was it that you made the switch from, you know, a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset? And I also think it's just like a, an essential thing to have right now, especially even though, you know, things, there's a lot of craziness going on in the world. If you can keep, if you can stay grounded and it can have this abundance mindset that everything is going to be okay, that you're going to, you have the skills or the knowledge or the ability to, to develop these skills or any skills that you need, that, um, you know, you're, you're going to be fine, you know, no matter what happens, you know, you may lose your job, you may not have a job, but you can obviously like you've seen from Brian's story, you know, he went from not having a job to now making, you know, money online, freelancing, running an ad agency. So a lot can happen in three, four months if you're in a place, uh, you know, that's not where you want to be or it's not ideal or it's a bunch of struggles. So, you know, what do people got to do to switch that mindset? You know, how did you get to that point? Um, I mean, it's it's hard to to change your mindset. I would say that I went from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. Um, I feel like I'd always kind of thought like that, but then I definitely switched while I was working at my last job. We had there were some books that we all kind of read together, and there was one about that, and so that had an impact on me. And then in terms of shifting to an abundance mindset, that did not happen until this year, until you sent me that podcast by the guy that does capitalism.com and and some lady. Ryan Moran. And then uh, who is who is the woman on the podcast? See, I'm not even sure. I forgot. But she's like a, like a personal development coach. We'll link it in the video. But <laughs> yeah. but that yeah, that's what made me start shifting towards an abundance mindset. And then also, I think meditating has really had a large positive impact on my life. I started doing that. Um, I started doing that this yeah this year. I, I think like in the summer. And so now that's that's like a pretty big part of, of what I do. And um, if I don't meditate, you know, I try to meditate every day. If I don't, I can kind of feel it. And I think that's something that a lot of more people should be doing. Yeah. And there's different kind of meditations. Um, the ones that he, he, he he's talking about is like where he just kind of like blanks out, <laughs> tries not to think about anything. I can't really do those. I do the uh, this priming meditation, in particular one that Tony Robbins has, where it kind of guides you through like a moments of feeling really grateful uh, like one where you uh, feel really um a proud moment that you have uh, really or just two and another two of the grateful moments and then it puts you in a place and moves you forward to that to then think about like goals that you want to accomplish i feel like that's like also key to not just self-motivating but also like you know just making yeah, self-motivating getting yourself to believe that you can and will accomplish those things so you know if you guys are aren't aren't feeling really and you're not feeling good you know i definitely think that meditating and um and um being grateful is like key to key to moving forward especially during this time and building skills you know building skills and going back to what brian was talking about becoming valuable kind of becoming valuable to, to the marketplace becoming valuable to your friends your family is what i think is going to help us get through this uh pandemic and um you know putting yourself in places that make you feel good you know for some people it's puerto escondido for some people it's, it may be you know, I don't know, the U.S., somewhere in Denver, in the mountains, you know. So if you have the, op- they have the ability to do that, you know, you should do it. Keep your sanity in place, you know, be, um, feel good. And um, so, Brian, um, where can people find you? 
if they want to work with you, if they want to learn more about ads. Um, we didn't really talk about much about um, like, I guess like the specifics about how to like look into an ad campaign, an ad campaign or a, a business and kind of like um, break it down and see like where it can improve. Um, you know, so, you know, maybe people may want to reach out to you for that or maybe they have a business that it's all like a mess. Brian's definitely someone that can fix your business, go in it, audit it and tell you what's wrong with it and, and put s systems in place, CRMs, help you build out SOPs and just build it and actually make it an, uh, an efficient machine, you know, whereas there's some, most actually a lot of small companies do not have processes and it is a nightmare trying to work with them or even working in that business because it's just really sloppy. Um, but yeah, working, um, people reach out to you um, and there's also, you can talk about a little bit like about specific things that you can help people with. You know, you work with like what, e-com, e-commerce, what kind of businesses that you work with, you know, so that people that know um, if it makes sense to reach out to you. Yeah, so as of today, uh, October 13th, uh, you can go to my website, but as of today, my website's still pretty shitty. I made it myself and I have not spent any money um, upgrading it because it has not at all been a uh, hindrance to, um, you know, my ability to find work, but you can contact me there. You can contact me um, through Upwork. Uh, I'm pretty easy to find on, on Upwork. And I mean, a lot of questions. Uh, in terms of like specifics of going in, into like ad accounts and like going into businesses, there's just so much there um, that it's, it's hard. You know, it's, it's hard to get like actionable things without actually getting the account. Um, and that's a part of the reason why I like to get in accounts before I start because people who this is like a whole tangent I'm not trying to go down but like yeah. people on Upwork who you know like it, like if I'm like you know if someone's trying to hire two people me and some other guy and then some guy like gives a list of things that, that the person should be doing before even seeing the account I would be skeptical Red you know you, you have to see what's going on to actually know what's going on And but I think a lot of people are like that a lot of people put out things or like say things that they don't really know you know but that, that's a whole other tangent um, mm -hmm. but another tangent just looping back real quick, just before I forget, um, and hopefully this isn't too off topic, but in terms of like meditating and like the kind of meditating that I like in terms of, you know, like uh, like just closing out like all sensory input like as much as possible, I think that this is something really big. And I think that the reason why is because today we live in a, a society. <laughs> we live in a society that is hyper stimulated all the time on like, you know, with like phones, videos, like, like TVs, laptops, I got my Xbox there, like everything is just nonstop. You know, even this video that you're watching, it's just content, it's just content nonstop. And so it's hard to, it, you, I think a lot of people's like, like stimulus baseline is like way too high, where if you're not being stimulated, it's almost like physically painful. For me, the moment that this, is this going too far off topic? No, you're good. Okay, for me, the moment where like this really hit is when I was in the kitchen and I was, uh, like, I got something out the fridge, and then I was walking to the pantry, and, like, I pulled out my phone and tried to look up a video in that in the two-second walk, you know? And that's when I realized that, like, I was, like, too far gone. Yeah. And, I'll, I mean, a lot of people are like that, and it's not the fault of anybody. It's the fault. Uh, I mean, it's just, like, the situation we find ourselves in. And so, like, even the, like, the first time I was meditating, like, in the first, like, ten seconds, I was just, like, craving for the phone, like, so bad, you know, to just get stimulated. And then, like, when I used to go to bed, I used to just always leave, like, videos on. Like, I couldn't go to sleep without just, like, listening to something, having some kind of, you know, stimulation. But I think, like, breaking that pattern is, like, is so important. And it helps you really, you know, kind of, like, like get balanced, like, kind of, like, find your center. And, like, I don't know. Like, when you're just being stimulated all the time, it's hard to think about things. And 
it just get your mind gets cluttered and it just feels shitty. So um, I don't know. That's something I think about. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, for sure. Um, now could you just like tell us about like what kind of companies? It's um, <laughs> going back a little bit to like the companies yeah. that 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 you work with um, that you know would be a good fit for you and for a mutual fit. Yeah. So I mean, as of right now, like I said, like I still work with some smaller people, but I'm who aren't even necessarily companies. Um, but I'm trying to shift away and, and start working with you know, larger companies. And so, I mean, in, in terms of, you know, what company is a good fit, like for me, it's really just, <laughs> I don't know, it's hard to say. I guess just a company that, that's already working and where I'm able to make a big impact. Right. Um, because, you know, l- like I said, it takes more effort to sell 10 shoes than it, it does to do, you know, other things. Like that company where I was, like th- they were doing about like $10,000 revenue on like $10,000 ad spend, like basically breaking even. And I was able to get them up to, you know, like 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 a row S of five. And so they were doing about $100,000 in revenue a month. That took more effort than selling 10 shoes, but like not, <laughs> but it's not like proportional, like, right. you know, so I like being in companies where I can make a bigger impact and like, you know, help people make a lot more money um, than just like a lot of little things. Right. So in other words, if you're a company that's already spending on ads a significant amount or a somewhat significant amount on ads, um, you know, if you need... Brian here can come in there and audit it and even maybe get you even higher uh, return on ad spend. So um, definitely reach out to them. Where can people reach you out? Reach out to you. Yeah, I mean, just go to my website. Don't judge me though on the quality of my website, but you can go to my website. And I mean, the thing too is that um, you know, like I don't want this to sound like a, like a commercial, but like, like if if we start talking and like I get in the account and I see like I actually like can't do anything for you, I'm gonna tell you that you know I'm. I'm just like so like I can't even like express like how much not about it I am of mm-hmm. just like I'm just like not interested in in like trying to work with people where I I know I'm not providing the value and like I know it may sound like like salesy or whatever but like in terms of relationships um it's just like really never worth it you know right and this is the last thing um for people that are thinking like wow like well Brian seems like someone that you know been been able to do this really well the freelancing the you know managing different ad campaigns and getting into marketing you know there's a lot of people that just are interested in marketing but they just think that they can't do it or that's too much to handle Uh, maybe they're like maybe maybe they think they could do the marketing but they just can't do the sales you know um you know (laughs) um brian hasn't even really done any cold calling so it's not even about that um you know i was kind of from the beginning, from the get-go, he told me, he was like, I was like, dude, are you going to, like, cold call people? Are you going to, like, you know, try to find clients that way? And he said, no, I'm just going to create a system. So you don't even need a cold call. The way that he set, set, set it up, if you're trying to do this, trying to do the same thing, um, is literally just, like, one way, like, through Upwork, um, where it's just, um, you could talk about that a little bit um, before we wrap up. But, um, yeah, there's no cold calling. There's none of that. And uh, that's, like, the uh, one of the coolest things, I think, about what, what Brian has done. And, um and it's still, and it's working for him so far, you know. Yeah, like cold calling, uh, I'm just not at all interested in, in doing that, and I have I have no need to do that. Like I don't I don't want this to come off the wrong way, but the um, the acquisition of clients is not at all um, a hindrance to like my ability to to work. The only hindrance is, you know, my workload essentially. So, I mean, I guess this is kind of going maybe into like into it too much, but I. Like, like I said, I have a pretty good system for like for closing clients and I feel like I'm pretty like upfront with people. And honestly, I turned down um, a lot of work like on Upwork. I, t- I turned down probably like 
like 95 percent of proposals or like invites people send me i don't even read and then i mean i'll read them but like not even you know respond to them and then you know like the ones that i do like i'm really really picky about who i work with because <laughs> it's um i don't know when you start when you start getting work it, it adds up pretty quick right it, it, but just to kind of like summarize, is there what is there a one thing? What is one thing that you do that's not the cold calling where it just helps you get clients? Yeah, I'd just say the biggest thing is just like add as much value as possible, make it as much about the client experience as possible. I know people um, who the focus is on, and I've actually seen a lot of this, uh, like like a, like, a, like a lot of this, like it would shock you. Um, a lot of people, organizations, whatever, the focus is just on like getting the clients for the highest amount possible and delivering, you know, doing the, the smallest amount of work possible for them. I think that's the totally wrong approach. Although like some of these people in, or organizations, whatever, that take this approach, and a lot of people do, I mean, obviously they're, they're, they're doing, they're more successful than me, at least so far, but that's just not at all the approach uh, that I'm interested in. For me, like my advice to people who are like, want to get started and, and like really do things, just do a really good job. I think the story that like really like sums this up is that I saw an ad on YouTube because the, the marketing people, they're always like sending you ads. And it was like a guy talking about how he learned how to cold call. And he, he like did it like so much and he finally got a client and he signed the client on for like 2K a month. And then he did not have any idea what he was doing because all he knew was how to cold call. And then <laughs> the client quit and then he had to refund him. You know, that just do the opposite of what that guy did and <laughs> you'll probably be okay. 100%. I mean, like, yeah, what, what he's saying is like, it's just value is, 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 is like the essential key here. Like, obviously you need some kind of degree of sales, but that's not even it. It's about if you, if you can create value, people are going to come to you and they're going to refer work to you and you're going to find it's just endless amount of work where you have to turn on people. Um, but yeah, Brian, thanks for being on the show today. It was a pleasure to have you and uh, hope that you guys find this valuable and that, you know, you start freelancing, you start your own businesses or, you know, or maybe you start working with uh, Brian and I in the future.